Hello, everybody, and welcome to Countdown to Game Time. Alex Walker alongside Dave Baker. And Dave, it is a busy, busy weekend in Lexington. We got the high school state football championships across the street at Kroger Field. Oh, yeah. We got UK soccer in the Elite Eight. We've got UK volleyball in the NCAA tournament. We got UK basketball tomorrow, the SEC title game between Bama and Georgia. There was just so much going on, but we're going to start with UK basketball to kind sure. of get things focused tomorrow against UNC Greensboro. They kind of kick a stretch. It's going to really put them into gear. They got UNC Greensboro, Seton Hall, then they got Utah, North Carolina, Louisville. That's a, a stretch they shouldn't really lose much, but it's a stretch that will also test John Calipari's cats. Well, here's the, here's the other thing, too. It's a stretch that ought to allow Cal to continue doing what he's doing. I mean, he's, he, he's no sort of mad scientist or anything, right? But, I mean, he's the master tweaker, right? And so what he's been doing is he's already started doing some of that. He said he put the first tweak in, which was uh, to kind of let him play more free. He said that that really uh, lended to Ashton Hagen's game some more. But by the same token, he comes back and says that Emmanuel quickly likes it more structured. Uh -huh. So he's still working on finding that right formula. And while the competition gets tougher, including tomorrow, against a Greensboro team that is 7-1, and one, and this is their biggest non-conference game, Okay, 1 o'clock tomorrow. Some schedules it shows 4 o'clock, but it's at 1 o'clock. But besides that, you know, you've got a stretch where you can go, even though these games are tougher, especially once you get to December. You've got to give the guys off some time for exams and everything. Mm -hmm. But during that December stretch, they've only got like one game a week, and it's laid out that way to not only help them get through class, but to go ahead and to work on some things as well and have that practice time to do that. And you mentioned this is a 7-1 and one UNC Greensboro team. For those that haven't seen much of this Spartans team, coached by former Tar Heel, Wes Miller, right. he's got them rolling. I mean, this is a team that beat NC State on the road last year. Yep. This is also a team that uh, was in the NCAA tournament and played well, so they can be a dangerous group. This isn't a group that's just going to kind of slide on in there and not really challenge Kentucky. This is a team that can shoot the three ball well. They're challenging, and we'll, we'll see kind of how they come into rubber arena with this environment but like I said this is this isn't a stretch where you just hey win 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 this isn't winless Mammoth anymore this is a team we're gonna have to really no. kind of see if UK can take a stride here as December gets rolling and, and until I actually physically look at the schedule just say go this is the first of six straight Saturday games for the Cats mm -hmm. so from this point on they play on Saturday they take care of their work in a classroom and then Cal just practices and for much of that December after they get through exams in about a week or so, no 20-hour rule. So he can go a couple times a day if he wants. And this is historically when his teams have made the biggest improvement. Yeah, when you can really get him in the room there and, sure. and, and spend as much time as possible, little to no distractions. And we'll see if they make some strides here against Absolutely. UNC Greensboro. We've also got a big weekend at Kroger Field. High school state football championships. All the season has come down to this weekend for a lot of teams in sure. the area. Saturday night in the Class 6A football state championship game. It's Scott County and Jim McKee facing Mayo. These are mm -hmm. two programs that have been uh, a tad successful yes. over the years. Mayo playing in their 10th KHSAA state championship game. Scott County is in their 5th and 4th under legendary coach Jim McKee. The Cardinals coach, he reflects on, his, on being back in the ch state championship game. The first time that we were fortunate enough to make it in 2004, I don't think we probably appreciated it as much as we should have. And we thought, well, we'll be back. And then you look up, and it was seven years before we got back. And uh, then you, 2011, we went, and, and we got right back in 13. And now you look up, it's, you know, it's been four full classes of kids. There's not a kid on our team now that was on the 2013 team. So, uh, you know, we're fired up, and, and hopefully it won't take us five more years to get back again. 
He is a coach with plenty of perspective, and it's one of those things he, he mentioned back in 2004 when he was in that state title game. He thought, hey, we back very soon, and the players probably thought, hey, we're just going to roll back in here. It's not that easy. It's, it's so hard to get back to that state title game. And all this hands full tonight against Mayo out of Louisville. It's a challenging team, but if I trust a guy in a state championship game and, and a, a game that might have some weather, right. I trust a guy like Jim McKee who's been there, done that, and kind of knows what he's doing with this team. Okay, yeah, so you're absolutely right. And so um, Corbin uh, goes up. Uh, and Corbin plays tonight, the Scott County game tomorrow night yep. at 8 o'clock. But the great thing about it is it is so great to have this championship before you got here. It was over in Louisville for a number of yep. years, and they played in a dilapidated, uh, not, not the current Cardinal Stadium, but the old Cardinal Stadium over there. And, I mean, it was awful and hard turf and everything. It's just been great, I think, for Mark Stoops and the program. They finally got the turf thing figured out over there where they yep. could host the championships. And it's been great. And McKee is as hardcore as they come. Remember the king of the 859? Oh, yeah. Well, now he's got a chance, and this is why he's so fired up. He's got a chance to be the king of the 859 and the 502 and the 270 and the 606. And I think those are all the area codes for new guys uh, like you that are here in the state. I'll try to remember all of those. How was it that huddle when Scott County? I know Douglas, you're right I was there. Right in the thick of things, and that was kind of my first true taste of Jim McKee and the passion he brings to that program. Yeah. And he's not going to back away. A lot of those media members, we picked the games. Not too many people had Scott County winning Saturday no, night's no. game, but they certainly have a chance. And this is the last time they have a chance to win a 6A game because yep. uh, next year uh, they and Douglas, uh, they both go down to 5A because of school size and everything. And so it'll be uh, – Listen, Mayo's got a great athletic tradition over there, same as Scott County. And, and this is really the last year for, for the Scott County as we know it before the new high school opens up. And so there's a lot on the line. It'll be interesting to see what happens tomorrow. It'll be a lot of fun with all the highlights reaction you could want on WKYT yes, and WKYT.com. Now tonight in the Class 3A state title game, It'll be the Corbin Redhounds meeting up with Louisville Central. Corbin, they're just rolling along right now. The Redhounds are 14-1, advancing past Boyle County. And a bit of a surprising game, 21-0 against a really talented Rebels oh, team yeah. that beat the Big Red Dogs in last year's 3A final. Corbin, though, is 0-3 in state championship games since last winning it all back in 1982. The only way to stay hungry is to just look back last year, seeing the pictures that were taken after the game, seeing how devastated we are, and we've still not reached our goal. My goal my entire high school career and even before I was in high school was to win a state championship, and I've not reached that goal. And just to know how close we were last year and to be blessed with another opportunity doesn't really happen all that often. So this time we just got to take full advantage of it. Tonight's game between the Yellow Jackets and Red Hounds set for 7 o'clock. Central defense, they haven't given up more than eight points since September. They are the real deal. Of course, plenty of other games going on at Kroger Field. Head to WKYT.com for a full schedule for that one. Dave. And, and, and highlights and all that. All highlights over there tonight, Reaction. Right? Brian is over there at Kroger Field tonight at 6 o'clock. We'll have highlights from that Beachwood and Pikeville game. It's also a very busy weekend for U.K. soccer oh. and U.K. volleyball. U.K. soccer has a chance to make some history. They've never been to the Elite Eight. Nope. They're in it now. Never been to the College Cup. If they beat Maryland tonight, they have the chance to do just that, go out to sunny California and compete for a title. Uh, what are your thoughts on U.K. and Maryland tonight in this game? 
Oh, yeah, I've got the look, look at Chris Betty. Look at this. He's got he's got swag. He's always got swag. It, it's been really interesting. It's been a great year. That coaching staff, Johan Sedegren and all his assistants, uh, were named Southeast Region Coaches of the Year just a little bit earlier this afternoon. J.J. Williams is one of the most dynamic mm -hmm. players in men's college soccer right now. Uh, he set the U.K. single season record for scoring. And, and what's happened in the last several games, and Alex, I know you've seen him, there's been so much attention that has been paid to Williams. Yep. He's really had to battle through, but it's opened things up for guys like Jason Reyes and Khalil Medcar and, and uh, Bailey Rouse, who got the game winner the last time, uh, last time out. But you know, UK now, Indiana is the highest-ranked team still in the tournament. They are second, and they're the second seed in the tournament. Kentucky shut them out earlier this year. Maryland has three national championships, but they haven't had one in several years. And now, upstart Kentucky, the three-seed at home against the eleven tonight. You got to believe the Cats are a big favorite, but uh, they've never been in this spot before. And you got to like the fact that they beat Lipscomb without JJ scoring a goal. Like you mentioned, so much attention on JJ. Oh, yeah. Kind of opens it up for the rest of the field. But soccer, not the only team Dude. in town tonight. UK volleyball, they had an incredible run. They started 0 3. Everyone's kind of wondering what's going on with the Cats, what's mm -hmm. up with that. Since then, 21 consecutive wins, 18 right. 0 in the SEC. They're going to open NCAA tournament play tonight against Murray State chance to face Purdue tomorrow in that sure. second round. This is a talented team, of course, led by Leah Edmond, Craig Skinner, the SEC Coach of the Year. Uh, do you think this Kentucky team is the chance to make a run if they, of course, get past this opening pod here in Lexington? I think they do, and it's, uh, um, you know, they made a big run last year. They go through the SEC undefeated. They swept virtually every conference award. And, and really, you know, sometimes a guy in a big chair, you know, you're in a big chair because you get a lot of criticism, but, but hats off to Mitch Barnhart. A couple of the first hires that he made, and I can't remember what order it was, uh, was Craig Skinner may have been the very first. Johan Sedegren is now in his seventh season. And I heard somebody talking today, and, and, I, and I haven't faxed this myself, but the fact that U.K. teams were like 25-0 and 0 or something like that. Since November 1st since or so. Since the loss to Tennessee. Yep. That was the last loss that any U.K. team had incurred, and here's hoping it continues. It's been an incredible fall just across the board. Oh my There's gosh. not a single team that's struggling. Football, an incredible season. Even Women's UK soccer rifle. had a rough year. And women's soccer did have a rough year, so that's women's kind of the one, but they'll be back. They had a lot of injuries. Absolutely. They just had signed a, uh, Ian just signed a great recruiting class. But other than that, dude, I mean, you've got a chance for every other program at Kentucky to be ranked in the top 25 this year. It's incredible. It's been a lot of fun to watch. And stepping outside of Kentucky, We've got a big game on WKYT on Saturday. That's afternoon. the number one reason you should care about it. It's crazy. It's crazy. We're going to talk about Georgia, Alabama quickly, but it goes a lot farther than that because this game is just more than an SEC title game because it has implications on where Kentucky is going bowling. Doesn't he sound like Commissioner Sankey when it yeah. says it just means more, Chris? It I just mean, means more. It's unbelievable. What a great promoter. Uh, but it really does for Kentucky. It, it, you know, the SEC football championship game for Kentucky fans over the years has historically been something that comes on after the basketball game. In a lot of years, uh -huh. Kentucky has played in that basketball game before the football championship game, but now it means something. So if Georgia were to somehow upset the juggernaut that is Alabama, that would put, in my opinion, two SEC teams in the college football playoff. And with the SEC's bowl slots, that would move everybody up in the pecking order. And I think Kentucky is going to have a really good, sunny Florida bowl game anyway. But Georgia beating Alabama would only ensure it. Four o'clock kick tomorrow on WKYT. On WKYT, of course, a rematch of last year's national title game. And there's a lot of factors here. Alabama hasn't been tested. 
except for that fluky half against the Citadel, but that wasn't really a part of their season. Trying Georgia. to score points and protecting our country, those guys <laughs> exactly. in the Citadel. Exactly, right. exactly. But when you look at this Alabama matchup, Tua, of course, is the is kind of the tool right. that makes the engine go. But Georgia has plenty of good quarterbacks as well. In fact, they have two quarterbacks that can beat Alabama's defense in Jake Fromm and Justin Fields. So, sure. Uh, what are your thoughts on the way the, the matchup could unfold tomorrow in WKYT? It, it, it'll be interesting. The, the one thing I want to make sure and mention as well is as great as Alabama has played this year, two of the biggest reasons have been Central Kentucky guys, Damian Harris from down at Madison Southern, and and then, uh, oh, gosh, am I, the offensive lineman. Blanking on his name. Oh, my gosh, Chris, the offensive lineman. Uh, uh, he's a starting right tackle. You'll get it for me before we get off. That's what happens when you go in any event. Those guys have had have had uh, Jake Wills. Yeah. Am I right about that? Yeah. That yeah. sounds right. All right. And my apology. Anyway, uh, they've had great, great years. But Alabama's going to try to score in a hurry. Kirby Smart is going to try to slow them down, make them mm -hmm. grind it out. And I think the one thing that Alabama has done more than at any time I've covered Nick Saban this season is because of Tua, they have not shown any fear in terms of stretching a field mm -hmm. early. And they'll take their shots. And those guys in the Georgia secondary will have to be ready for that. That's a dangerous thought watching an Alabama team. Jedrick Wills. Jed Wills. Jed Wills. Jed Wills. Not Jake Wills. Who's Jake Wills? Probably somebody in the family. Jed Wills. Hey, it's, it's good to see local products like Damien. Oh, my gosh. On, on a national stage like that, making this area proud. Sure. And and you know what? It, it, and things are supposed to work out for a reason, right? Oh, yeah. If Damien Harris comes here, does Kentucky get Benny Snell? Probably not. I mean, it works out for everybody like oh, yeah. that, right? You got to like it. And if Kentucky had the kind of season this year that they did when Jed was a senior, does Jed go to Bama? I don't know. A lot yeah. of dominoes could fall either way there. They could, but but it's going to be a great day of football, 4 o'clock on WKYT. It's going to be a lot of fun to recap all of that. It's a busy night for U.K. athletics. U.K. soccer at 6, get to the bell. U.K. volleyball at 7.30 against Murray State. If they win, they'll face Purdue on Saturday night in that second round. That's kind of setting up for a rematch against Nebraska if Kentucky sure. volleyball can get that far. Of course, all the football championships over at Kroger Field. Tune in all week on WKYT. And it's of course, be a busy weekend. Right, right. Saturday night, late Saturday night, certainly sometime on Sunday around the time of that college football selection show. Noon on Sunday. We'll know where Kentucky mm -hmm. is going to play their bowl game, and as soon as we have it, we'll get it to you. And so many people want to make uh, reservations, and we want to help in that process. And Mitch Barnhart's set to speak Sunday at 6 to address the bowl selection. And that'll be, uh, that'll be fun to see what he says about all of that. Absolutely. All right, that's it for Countdown to Game Time. Once again, all of that on WKYT and WKYT.com throughout the weekend. Have a good Friday.